The following podcast contains potentially massive spoilers for the movie referenced in the episode title. If you have not yet seen this movie and wish to be surprised when you do, consider yourself warned and turn back now. Hello, welcome. It is yet another episode of Schlock Till You Drop. Today, we are taking on the cult classic, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Woo! Yeah. Woo. Uh, <laughs> let's just, I, yeah, let's just dive right into this one. It is a cult classic. I understand why it's a cult classic. But, that being said, uh... <laughs> wow. I, all I can say is wow. <laughs> I remember liking this movie a lot more. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I don't care. Y'all can bash it. You can drag into the mud. This movie is part of my childhood. It's my nostalgia movie that I have that gets some passes on a lot of things. It's going to need a lot of passes. Yeah, this is... Uh... Like I said, it, it, there were moments in this movie where I actually saw what could have been a great movie. It, it, I give it points as well that it goes into it self-aware that it is a parody. It is not meant to be serious. Oh, yeah, down to the fact that they're, you know, they've got a PG-13 rating. Uh, yeah. You know, uh mm. I don't want to get into it yet, but um, yeah, it it could have been really good. I just found myself bored a whole lot. There's a lot of boring in this movie. It is very slow paced, um, which is a weird thing to say because the action happens fairly quickly and fairly you know, right out of the gate. There's a lot of action, and it is from start to finish, but it seems repetitive. Yeah, well, and they hang a lot, a lot of this movie on the clown props and the clown costumes to be kind of silly. And while the props and the costumes are very good, they are. Um, the silliness just doesn't pay off. Uh, Not in the way I think they were intending for it to. Yeah, the silliness comes off as silly, not entertaining. Yeah, it's not even camp. It's just yeah, dumb. <laughs> Go ahead, Mario. I know I you're going to rebut. I don't care. I don't care. It, it, it's This is good old-fashioned 1980s classic cheesy horror that has, like, it's mindless fun. You do not go to this movie expecting any type of plot. You do not go to this movie expecting phenomenal action or any type of superb actor, anything like that. You just go to this movie, you sit back, you turn your brain off, actually, you just put your brain to the side, just leave it alone and just enjoy the film for what it is. A cheesy, schlocky movie. This is 100% schlock. It is definitely 100% schlock. There, there is no two ways about it. It, it is This movie is why we created this podcast. <laughs> in, in a way. Uh, but it's like I said, I think, while we were watching this, mm. it's terribly mediocre. Yeah. It's not good enough to be good. And it's not bad enough 
to be good. Right. <laughs> so it kind of, you know, this sort of, these sort of antics were really, you know, more of the territory of the super early 80s, you know, Revenge of the Nerds era yeah. kind of antics. By the time you get to 1988. Yeah, which is when this movie was released. They're worn out. Yeah. And um, it, it's the hair metal thing. By yeah. the end of the hair metal era. Yeah, 92 or so. Yeah, every band looked and sounded the same just about. Right. And this falls into that same trap, I think, with, like you were saying, those old early 80s comedies. It falls into the same thing. where And and there were other movies that did the horror comedy so much better. Yeah, especially in this era. Yeah. I mean, we're not far from arachnophobia, I don't think. A few what, years. 90... Yeah. Two, yeah, three, I believe. Three or four early nineties, yeah. yeah. But you, I mean, you also you had you know Dead Alive as horror comedy. Oh yeah, of course. In a different vein, different but it vein, is horror yeah. comedy. Um, you had, um, oh god, I had a a list of them in my head that just kind of went. Um, Army of Darkness was it out yet? I no. can't. Remember. Army of Darkness was nineties, nineties, yeah. But you did have Evil Dead Two, right? You did have which Evil had. Dead too. It's more horror with comedic elements, but yeah, same with Dead Alive, I think. But as far as like the the parody stuff that this was, Night of the Creeps, very well plays up the the satirical horror. Yeah, but does it better? And that's roughly the same era as this, pretty so. much. Well, I mean, this movie did a lot of things I liked. It did. I loved the costumes, like I said before. The clown the, costumes, the, the puppetry, the, the clown the makeup. The, yeah. yeah, the, the some of the. Some of the uh, practical effects were very well done. And the makeup was spot on for the clowns. I love that they gave them all very distinctive looks. Yeah. Uh, that was a trap that they could have very easily just kind of mass produced the same basic makeup. But they didn't. No, they, they spent their entire budget on that, on the, on the clown effects, uh, the clown costumes themselves and the props. Because, you know, you, you could tell they didn't, you know, the only, like, car that suffered any permanent damage was that one they rolled off the hill that was, like, a 70s model. Uh, yeah, 70-something. No, cheap, yeah. And then the ice cream truck. And the ice cream. Well, that, that, looked, like a, that looked like a cardboard prop they blew up with the ice cream truck. That yeah, didn't actually really look did, like yeah. the ice cream truck itself. <laughs> yeah, it really, really did. So those two cars notwithstanding, you know, we didn't really do any permanent damage to any vehicles. Right. Uh, the explosions were all kind of stock effects, I think, for the most part. Yeah, they look like they spent maybe 15 minutes in After Effects drawing in the explosions. Yeah. Don't care. Still liked it. <laughs> well, you're welcome to hop in and defend this movie with some right defense of some sort. Nostalgia glasses. I win. Yeah. <laughs> Nostalgia no. glasses is what I think keeps this movie alive today. Remember? <laughs> because if you, if you Remember look... Remember Killer Clowns? <laughs> Because if you look at it on its own merits, all right, let, let's say writing. Okay. There are so many plot right, inconsistencies. On. I feel like they're just winging it. No, 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 no. You want me to take off the nostalgia glasses and do this? Go for it. You want me to take it? I will take them off and I will tear this movie apart. I can do it well, like that. It needs it. I can <laughs> do it. It's fine. bad. It's fine. So bad. Fine. Here we go. Nostalgia glasses off. Here we go. All right. Let's Here's go ahead and start script. with this. The script. We'll start with the script. The script is horrible. It has so many holes in it. 
it is way consistent. A ton of inconsistencies, <laughs> internal logic that contradicts itself yes. at every turn, yeah. well, dialogue this, uh, that is stilted and hokey. Like, what was it, the one near the end where he opens the door? Another door! And I couldn't help but crack up because I knew the next repeated, it was going to be a repeated line in the same delivery and with the same inflection. Yeah. Another door! Yes. Another door! Oh, another yeah. door! The, I'm like, Jesus, get that yes, record to stop skipping. The script is horrible. Yes. The, the, was the acting's it, bad. Mooney's yeah. in there acting like he's the one cop that everybody's trying to prank on him. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Mooney is actually, the, the character, Mooney is, is the one that, that killed me because this guy played Dean Wormer yeah, in, in, Animal House. in Animal House. And <laughs> He's a good actor, but he was woefully underutilized. Yeah, well, and over the top, just like everything else in this movie. Yeah, all the acting in this movie is just over oh, the yeah. top. Yeah, and he was he was collecting a paycheck. That's all he was doing. Oh, hundred percent, you can um, tell. He was, everybody there was the the female lead. Oh, uh, shoot, I forgot her name. She's in a lot of stuff. Suzanne um, something. To the wiki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, she was in like Night of the Creeps. Yeah, she, and, uh, she's been in science. a lot of different things too. And again, she was pretty underutilized. Mm -hmm. uh, the, Suzanne Snyder. Yes, Suzanne Snyder. The actors who took center stage, <laughs> I have no idea who they were. And they couldn't hold the scene. The boyfriend and the two idiot uh, brothers? Yeah. I really, really think that there's more romantic tension between the two lead fellas than there was between her. <laughs> yeah, and the hot cop them. and the boyfriend, yeah. Mike. Yeah, they, they were... I felt more... Ro I, there was a definite homoerotic feel to a lot of their scenes. Yeah. And like I, I even noticed it... I, I actually shipped them way harder than I shipped right? her. And, well, it's like I noticed, too, the one scene where they're watching the, the Godzilla clown right, yeah. come out. They're, they're all huddled over in the corner, and most directors when they would frame that shot would have kind of the girl in the center with the guys protecting her and no the boyfriend is in the center with his butt pressed against the crotch of the cop oh and the God. girl's just kind of holding his arm on the other side but like there's a good space between her and him <laughs> so i think even she knew right yeah which way the wind was blowing there <laughs> wow you looked way harder than that that in i thought it was just obvious yeah, no. I think that you know, this is the love story of a, <laughs> a, a hot young, cop and young Mike. senior man and a, yeah, and a rookie cop. Mm. Yeah, I think that I think you know, viewed through that lens, this movie just got a lot better. It actually kind of does. <laughs> Wait a minute, I kind of want to watch this movie again with that in mind. <laughs> oh and the uh, well, and and then of course there's the other romantic subplot, and that is of the two brothers with each other. Oh, the incest uh, thing that was going on there? Yeah. yeah when they yeah, started playing with their nipples start, and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, tweaking each other's nipples. I'm like, well, did they just... Okay, yeah. yeah they they, they sure did. did. Yeah, but, but, so, but again, that comes down to script. That comes down to acting. The script and acting was Both were, were atrocious. They were bad. Mm. Set design. Set design was okay. Mm. It, it had that small town feel. Yeah. Um, it was fine. Yeah, yeah they, there were really no issues there. And the, the big top ship set was actually okay mm -hmm. for working on a low budget that was actually decent yeah it was fine i mean they you can tell like i said they spent all their money on set dressing and, on makeup and and effects, and yeah. Like that, yeah 
So then, we, if we go to costume, obviously costume is going to be the hot point in this. Then the clowns, yeah, the clowns look great. Yeah, like I said, awesome. like I said, you know, they made them all distinct, mm-hmm. and they did a great job with it. And they even gave each clown its own personality to a point. True. I True. even like their their shit clown weasel. Their their clown popcorn. Yeah, yeah, the popcorn clown baby thingies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever that was. But yeah, but those the the puppet animatronics for those looked actually pretty mm-hmm. pretty decent. Um, there were a lot of things though on the effects end that were. I mean, when they come out into the little energy source of the ship, oh, or whatever yeah. <laughs> it was, that was so obviously a matte painting oh, and not yeah. even a good one. No. no. It, it, you could see the brush strokes. I mean, mm-hmm. give me a break. <laughs> Get a little cleanup on that. It would have been better, I think. But again, low budget and all the money went to, to makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You could so. definitely tell it went to makeup. But yeah, this movie was, and wouldn't it be a cool movie? Yeah. You know, yes. Wouldn't it be cool if this happened? Hey, wouldn't it be cool if this happened? Wouldn't it be cool if this happened? Wouldn't that's, it be cool that's if there's how a giant... they did this movie. Yeah. yeah. And because there's there's no cohesion, there's no, no there's direction. Not. There's no direction. You there's know, no I cohesion. Many times when I was watching it, that I would love to see a filmmaker take this movie and okay, concept wise, you can't play this movie straight. No. No. But you give this to like the guy that did Zombievers. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. You take someone and get, let them have the concept, and let them. Yeah, yeah keep, keep the tongue the firmly. Yeah, yeah, keep the tongue firmly in cheek and go with it. And I think maybe it could be better. I don't know. I kind of want to see someone think... like Michael Bay get it. It's more explosion. I don't want to see Michael Bay do anything, <laughs> except for no. Bad Boys Three. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean Mike Lowry. <laughs> My <laughs> Sorry. Woo-sa. Sorry. Woo-sa. Sorry. That got a point. All right. We digress. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I would love to see a filmmaker take this and run with the concept and do it. Because this, I mean, this this is an acid trip movie concept. Oh, hands down. I mean, yeah. It was a bunch of stoners that came up with this. But that doesn't mean that the idea couldn't work. And I mean, you could make it cheaper. I mean, I I'd love for the practical like so if someone redid this to keep the practical effects of the clown costumes, mm-hmm. but then you can use CGI for just everything. Else. Well, yeah, now CGI is cheap. It's so cheap to use yeah. CGI now. Keep it would it easy, cl- yeah. you can clean it up a lot of stuff with CGI and make it better. And I think that would have that could improve it, but I think the script needs a complete rewrite. And it needs an R rating. Yeah, and it needs an R rating because that was one of the things that we meant that Joe you mentioned yeah. early on. This movie has zero blood. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it has some blood, but it's not. Yeah, it's just a little bit. It's some. It's like brush strokes. Of blood it has like two there. scenes with blood. Well, yeah. Two scenes. Much, much like that first stupid cheerleader movie we watched. What would improve this movie a thousand percent? Are is buckets and buckets of fake blood everywhere? Yeah, I think that's ultimately it. Needed that R rating. Yeah. It needed the ability to to. It's trying to go over the top with everything except gore. I don't think it needed blood. I think what it needs, it needs, well, I think it needs gore, not so much blood. Well, it's like their kills, like the kills that they did could have been been way better. I enjoyed the kills. Mm -hmm. It's one of the reasons why I love this movie. The kills are really fun. Yeah, but they could have done, 
they could have done better if they'd taken themselves off the PG-13 leash mm-hmm. and just went all out. Yeah, they went full-blown, lost the wall with it. I don't know the any of the, the details behind the making of this movie. I, I don't that. We don't watch a special edition or commentary. We never do. It's just not right. our thing. I mean, some of us may have seen it in the past, but when we yeah. sit down to, to watch it to do this, no, we don't. We do very little studying. Yeah. <laughs> we want to go into it cold and just give our true impressions of it. But yeah, it, again, it, that is, I think, the biggest fault of this movie is that it limited itself with a PG-13 rating. Yeah, I just, I just don't know the story there. I, don't, I can't think of a good reason. Yeah. Other, un, unless they just couldn't get the money to make this, unless they kept it PG-13 to it, be able to get into more theaters. That could be the possibility back then. Right. It, it, radar it was still be. bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. when Radar movies didn't make money. Right. Right. But again, this feels like a late 80s direct-to-video movie. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's the route they should have gone. Yeah, I mean, like, TV was doing things about this level. Yeah. Back to, you know, in the 80s, the late yeah. 80s. This also could have been a movie that was made earlier and it just got released later. It could be. By but, style and all that, it kind of feels that that. If you look it, at it, it does. It has that feel, but oh, Chris Titus was in it. He wasn't that young. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, I feel like it was made in '88 mm. or '87, maybe. Yeah. yeah, you know, made in '87 for an '88 release. Mm. But it, it, yeah, get rid of the PG-13. Go R, so you can have the. Because here's the thing with horror movies, you're generally looking for one of two things. You're looking for Buckets of Blood, TNA, or some glorious combination of the two. Right. Uh, with a PG- which, Yeah, the glorious combination of the two is the best. The right. Best. But with this being PG-13, you couldn't get either. No, I right. feel you. I feel you. And that's for the horror movies that we do, right? Yeah. Now, you can also make a scary horror movie, but we'd never cover it here. So. Yeah, the highbrow stuff that, that actually is evoking emotions... And playing on fears, you can do PG thirteen because you don't need that. But this wasn't going for that. Like Pretty Woman, we're talking about doing the Omen, <laughs> yeah. which is one of those. Yeah, no, that's a different story. Anyway, back yeah, to the stuff, movie. Stuff like the Omen <laughs> or uh, Autopsy of Jane Doe. Yeah, the Exorcist or the Exorcist. There's not a lot of blood and guts and gore or TNA in those. Candyman, I put in that camp. I would too, uh, because it's kind of gory. Yeah, but it's scary as fuck. <laughs> it is more about the emotive quality than it is the psychological the, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. No, I got you. And bees, dude. Bees are scary. Wicker Man. <sighs> That's my response to bees. Wicker bees. Man. Not even the No, I'm actually going to go with the original. The original was. The beat, yeah. Was the same concept. Yeah. So, Mario, you, you are the. The champion for this movie, so... All right, Nostalgia Glass is back on. Yeah. Woo, I still love this movie! <laughs> All right, look, I understand. All joking aside, I do love this movie. This movie is huge impact on my childhood. This is one of those movies that I had when I was younger, was a little asshole, and wanted to, <laughs> and I watched it, and one of the things, so this is like... You know it's consistent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? So, it's a key, it is a key, one of those key movies that went in my life. That's why it's so high in there, even though it shouldn't be. Nostalgia is definitely is bringing this movie up. I agree with y'all. This movie is bad. It has definitely got a bad script. It's Definitely got horrible writing. It has so many plot holes that literally an ice cream truck could drive through it. Yeah. Ha. Yeah. That <laughs> being said, hello, doctor. 
That being said, <laughs> um, I do feel that this movie does can definitely benefit from a remake. It can easily give this movie to. Joking aside from like Spielberg from uh um Michael Bay getting it, although if he gets it, it'd be interesting. Give it to a, a give it to one of our campy horror writers mm-hmm. or one of our campy like horror said, the guy directors. that did zombie one, or zombie land or, or yeah. give it to someone who tries to make it serious like uh Del Toro, yeah, or even Simon uh even Edgar Wright might Edgar be a Wright good might for this one. give it to someone who has a different perspective on this, and let's see what they'll try to do with it. Mm-hmm. No, that, I mean, I still want the grindhouse feel with this movie. I think it's Tarantino could possibly even do that, and he would do. Well, Rodriguez would be better. Rod- yeah, Rodriguez, actually, Rodriguez yeah. would be a lot better. <laughs> Rodriguez does horror. Tarantino does it's psychological. There was seventies action. Yeah, sort of in there. yeah, yeah, the gritty stuff. Yeah, yeah, but that's my role on that. That's my. Three cents, as they say. Okay, Joe, what are your what, what are your thoughts here? I really fucking hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I liked it. I did. I came in this. I came to sit down here. I was excited to watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I haven't seen it probably since nineteen ninety something. Oh yeah, I, I was thinking it's when probably it was on been Showtime. Or it's probably been thirty years since I've seen it. Twenty thirty years. And um, so I was like, yeah, it's gonna be fun. We're gonna laugh. It's gonna be cheesy, but we're gonna love it. And I was just bored to tears most of this movie. Mm-hmm. I was just bored. I mean, I was on my phone most of it because it was just, it lost me. The first part, it started off quick. I liked it. Yeah. And then the middle section with the town. Uh, the second act probably yeah. was the weakest of this in this movie. And then the third act, I was back in. Yeah. But it was a long second act full of nothing. Yeah. It, it really was. I mean, and those were your kills, right? Those are your big, but most people just got turned into cotton candy with the little pink light and then that was about i mean yeah it was boring okay like i said i i understand why this movie is a cult classic i i see the appeal and a lot of that appeal at least for me like mario says it's it's the nostalgia glasses Mm -hmm. if i put on the nostalgia glasses and look at this movie it reminds me of being 14, 15 years old, watching these things at midnight on my parents' television on a dubbed videotape, so you had the scratchiness at the top and bottom of the screen because it was a couple of generations old. <laughs> but, so from that end, yeah, I, I do like that. But on a whole, when I take those nostalgia glasses off, and, and that's I kind of have to for this this podcast, although there's some... This is your movie you can't yep. take the glasses off nope, for. not taking them off. Uh, Sorority Babes was one of those for oh me where God. I couldn't take the glasses off. We have those. Yeah. I get that. Was it Dead Alive? Yeah, but Dead, Dead Alive, Alive is actually good. <laughs> all my, all <laughs> oh the movies that I like are good. <laughs> no. So that's my... At any rate. The thing. I, there it is. Yeah. Oh, find someone who... Look, Mario, on Dead Alive, you're the odd man out. Okay? okay. You're the only person in the world that does not love that movie. Uh, in the whole the world, I'm the not the only person in the world. I'm going to look. I'm going to take him to New Zealand, drop him off, and put a sign around his neck that says, "I didn't like Dead Alive." Okay, or um, I didn't like Brain Dead. He also um, put on there. He'll get like, torn apart in the street. Like the yeah, of the Wings. Some... No, like, those movies are boring. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, there's like only said, one I, I do see the appeal for Killer Clowns, and if I was bored to tears flipping through the channels and happened to run across it on cable or something. I would probably sit there and watch it. If nothing else, I could at least be inter- mildly entertained while trying to go to sleep. Yeah. But 
is it a movie that I would want to go out and rewatch over and over and over again? No. I, I, it's been 30 years since I've seen it. I'm good if I don't see it for another 30 years. Yeah, I mean, before before there's a such thing as streaming, right? Yeah. This is one of those movies where you're flipping through channels trying to find something to watch. There's nothing on, but Killer Clowns is on. Right. And, and you just leave it there. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's, it's a USA up all night. Mm-hmm. Just, just, yeah, kind of thing. But I, I also agree with Mario. I think that if you got a good director who understands the campy tongue in cheek style of horror movie and gave him this concept and let him run with it. I think he could do something with it. I think there is potential to make this a great movie. Oh yeah. Cause this is oh, yeah. a beautiful concept. Just a terrible execution. Yeah. I think it, I think there's a great potential to make this a great movie. This just wasn't it. All right, that seems to be our our summation here. Uh, I don't even think we need to vote. I think both Mario and I freely expressed remake idea, and Joe, you seem to be on board with that, so I think it's safe to rate this one as uh, remake it. Remake it. Yes, remake it. All right. Well, that wraps up another one, and we will be back in a month. I believe uh, we have something special for February with Valentine's Day creeping in ah yes it's a theme month yes it's one of our february and march both are looking to be theme months and i did air quotes Uh, there that you couldn't see maybe april i did air quotes around that but it's not like any of you could see it because for some reason i forgot that audio doesn't transmit video as well anyway um i'll keep making air quotes for you yeah there you go there you go uh He's literally doing so, this right now, folks. Just let you know. He's <laughs> looking at the microphone. He is intensely <laughs> staring at the microphone while making air quotes. Anyway, thank you guys for listening, all six of you. And uh, <laughs> we'll see you next month. Bye. Bye. Bye.